Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Zach Blackerby of the Auburn Daily, as well as the Locked On Auburn podcast. Joining us now, what's going on, Zach? Appreciate you joining us, man. Man, always a pleasure to chat with you, my friend. Yeah, well, it is a, it is a pleasure, and it's always fun to talk about these two teams meeting no matter what the sport is, but this particular case is happening in football. So we'll start first off with Auburn so far this year because we know Arkansas fans are really disappointed in how the year's gone. But in first-year coach Hugh Freeze, Auburn sits at 5-4, and 2-4 uh, and four in conference, won both of those two SEC games in the past two weeks or at least the past two games. So just overall, how do you feel like Auburn has done so far this year? Are the fans okay with the results so far? Have they been pretty disappointed? Just what's the overall vibe right now in Auburn, Alabama? I think it depends on who you ask. I think everything Hugh Freeze has done off the field has been exceptional, right? And he's been very clear since he took that podium for his first press conference that Auburn was behind when it came to acquiring talent. I think he's done a good job with that since he's been hired. That's just going to take time to really see the fruits of that labor. As far as on the field stuff, it's, I think you just said it. It's kind of been up and down. They went to Cal Berkeley and had an ugly win, but a win nonetheless. And then Auburn lost four games in a row against teams that were more talented than them and just overall better than them. And then they beat the teams that they've been better than. And so I think this one on Saturday is going to be a little bit different because I think these teams are really close, John. I think they're really, really similar both in what they want to do on offense um, and also on defense. So, to me, this is going to be probably the, the game on this on this year's schedule for Auburn that I, I think, okay, these two rosters are really, really similar. Um, who's going to have a better game plan? Who's going to execute better? That's, that's going to really decide it. Coming into the season, there was some concern for Auburn at the quarterback position, and I think most uh, would think going into this game that Arkansas has the advantage there, but it seems as – Maybe they're getting a little bit more from the quarterback there at Auburn. How would you assess how they've looked from beginning of the season to how they look now at the quarterback? Yeah, yeah. It's definitely better now than it was, but if you're comparing Peyton Thorne to K.J. Jefferson, I, if anybody's picking Peyton Thorne in that battle, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I think K.J. is by far the more proven and more talented quarterback. But it's better. It's getting better over the course of the season. And Peyton Thorne's been pretty – decent at home it's been when he's left Jordan Hare Stadium just rough and slow starts I mean we saw him just give the ball away at Cal it took three drives for Auburn to do anything against LSU similar story with Texas A&M Vandy last week kind of the exception but there were more Auburn fans in that game than Vanderbilt and so obviously going and playing at Vanderbilt versus playing in Fayetteville against the Hogs are going to be two totally different things. So to me, that's a, that's a big thing that Auburn fans are focused on and worried about is how is this offense going to look on the road away from Jordan-Hare Stadium? And more importantly, how is Peyton Thorne going to look? How often do they incorporate Robbie Ashford into the offense? We know that um, they were doing a little back and forth, but do they put him in in certain situations or maybe packages throughout games still? They were. I don't think that's happening anymore. Um, against against Mississippi State, Robbie played two snaps. He had two two carries for like I think it was eight yards, and then he didn't play at all in the win against Vanderbilt. I'm not expecting him to play 
Um, if he does play, it'll be one or two snaps for like package specific things. But early in the season, it kind of felt like Robbie Ashford would be used as a red zone package. Auburn people called it red zone Robbie. He scored three rushing touchdowns in the season opener against UMass. Well, okay, that's what it is. And then he started to kind of becoming, uh, you know, okay, Auburn doesn't score for two or three drives. Let's panic and put Robbie in and let him run the four plays that they actually let him run. It didn't work. Shocker, it didn't work. And so uh, it seems like Peyton has won the job now. It seems like they're doing less and less stuff with Robbie, even in practice. Um, in fact, we've seen Robbie slide to the third-team quarterback in practice based off of several reports. So I'm not expecting much quarterback carousel at all. In fact, if Peyton Thorne doesn't take a snap, I predict it'll be Jarquez Hunter, uh, Auburn's running back that's really on a hot streak that takes a snap before Robbie Ashford does. So, Zach, uh, just also looking at, uh, you know, mentioning uh, Peyton Thorne, I'm curious because I haven't watched a whole lot of Auburn football this year except for a few games here and there, but – uh, as far as just the passing game, knowing that Auburn's dead last in the SEC in pass offense and uh, so bad where they at, what, what is the issue? Is it just that Thorne's not very good? Is it the wide receivers and, and the total package just not being able to get open? Like, what is the reason why the passing game has struggled so much at Auburn this year? It's the wide receivers. Then there's a big gap, and then I think it's Peyton Thorne. The wide receivers going into the season, I said it was a concern, a major, major concern. And this is a position group that Hugh Freeze came in and totally retooled and rehauled and reloaded. They went out and got four transfer wide receivers, three of them veteran guys with the whole, like, we need you to play this year because this is all you have eligibility-wise. It hasn't really worked out. In fact, Auburn's biggest threats at wide receiver have been a lot of these slot receivers that were already on the roster that he inherited. And... Uh, I, Javarius Johnson, he's number six. He's been kind of the most explosive guy. He's been hurt, but over the last few weeks, he's been healthy, and the passing game's taken a step forward, partially because of that, partially because I think Auburn's playing against teams that aren't as good as them from a talent point of view. And then the other guy, Rivaldo Fairweather, he's technically a tight end, but they line him up at wide receiver a ton. He's number 13. He's the guy to watch if I'm an Arkansas fan. Cover number 13, and the offense really, really slows down. How much are they taking shots downfield? Um, we know that they, you know, Auburn runs the ball really well, and so that sets you up for some play action. But as far as straight dropbacks and taking shots downfield, how often are they doing it? Yeah, I mean, they're doing it more over the last two weeks. I mean, if you just were to look at Auburn over the last two weeks, I think you'd feel like they're a good team. And some of it is they're doing stuff that's totally different. They've really opened the playbook up. They're rolling guys over, getting guys open with play calling. And they weren't really doing that over this four-game losing streak where Auburn played A&M, LSU, Georgia, and Ole Miss, four teams that they're just not as good as and not as talented as. But against Mississippi State and Vandy, they look great. They throw the football down the field. They had explosive plays, chunk plays, both on the ground and through the air. So I don't know if something just happened and kind of woke this team up or if Hugh Freeze has kind of taken over some of the game plan a little bit more. I think that certainly has something to do with it. Or, you know, I feel like I've already said this a few times, so I just want to stress it. Um, Auburn was playing against teams that aren't as good as most of the teams in the SEC with Mississippi State and Vanderbilt. We're speaking with Zach Blackerby of the Auburn Daily and the Locked On Auburn podcast here on Out of Bounds. And, uh, Zach, another thing I was just looking at, going to just look at the numbers and the ranks and everything, looking at the defensive side of things for Auburn, uh, they have not been great in the rush defense. In fact, they're 12th in the SEC, 81st overall. They give up over 150 yards of rushing 
per game. So not great, but the pass defense has actually been pretty great. Only 202 yards. I know you keep mentioning the opponents that they played and everything, but has the secondary, at least in the safety and the cornerback position, just been really good for Auburn, or has it been more so that just the teams that they've played so far this year? I think this is a really good group, right? I mean, DJ James and Nehemiah Pritchett, the NFL wanted them to go to the draft last year. They all have senior bowl invites. They chose to come back and play with Hugh Freeze one more year. Uh, the emergence of Jalen Simpson at safety has been one of the more pleasant surprises from an Auburn point of view. I think Keontae Scott, who was the number one JUCO player a few years ago, He's finally figured out a role being kind of a ball hawk in the middle of the field. This is a really good defensive backroom. I said it going into the season that Auburn had a chance to be one of the better defensive backrooms in the conference. And from a, from a yardage standpoint and from a turnover standpoint, um, they've really done that. Auburn's forced a turnover now in 18 straight games dating back to last season. And, John, you and I were talking about it earlier today. Uh, Auburn leads the SEC in interceptions as well as overall turnovers. So this is this is a group that's uh, not afraid to go up and get the football. Uh, if you overthrow it, Zion Puckett just has a knack for being there when 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 a quarterback's kind of let one sail a little too high. So we'll see. I, I think that's going to be um, I, the game tomorrow is going to be close. And I think if uh, if Auburn wins the turnover battle or Arkansas, I think whoever wins the turnover battle, this isn't a hot take. But whoever wins the turnover battle is probably going to win the game. We talk about quite a bit of similarities with these teams that they kind of are mirror images of each other. But, you know, in, in discussing the defenses, it seems like both teams, the game plan should be to stack the box to stop the run and then totally. try to make the other team throw the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think so. I think that's exactly what it is because – Auburn, if Auburn has to throw the football to win, I don't think they're going to, right? And I think we would all agree that we probably trust K.J. Jefferson and Arkansas's passing offense a little bit more than uh, than Peyton Thorne and Auburn's passing offense. So, sure, certainly, certainly. And, look, Auburn, Auburn has to look at what Arkansas has done in conference play and think we can run the football. We can run the football. Because what Arkansas has given up against SEC teams it's pretty close to what that team averages over the course of the season. And so when you look at what Auburn is averaging on the ground per game, uh, 190 yards a game, yeah, I, guys, I just think if Auburn rushes for 190 tomorrow, I think Auburn wins. So if you're Arkansas, you've got to find a way to stop Jarquez Hunter. So looking at Arkansas then, what's kind of what you see? Is it just K.J. Jefferson being the X factor? Like, What do you think the X factor is for Arkansas and maybe some of the things that they can do uh, to be able to win, whether it's a particular player or a particular position group of where they can really take advantage of Auburn and win this game? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think Arkansas's defensive backs against Auburn's wide receiver is, is a major mismatch in favor of Arkansas. Um, K.J. Jefferson is an easy X factor, so I, I won't go the easy way out. I'll say Arkansas's offensive line, to me, it hasn't been impressive. I think the amount of times K.J.'s been sacked is kind of, proof in the pudding of that. But if they can stop this Auburn pass rush, it's kind of trending up over the last few games. Uh, I don't think this will be close. So I'll put Arkansas's offensive line as the X factor. That unit's performance may decide the game. Zach, you do score predictions. And uh, so how is, how's it being perceived with this game within the Auburn fan base? How are they feeling uh, the chance of Auburn winning and um, and just kind of some of the, the scores that they've been going through that they think is going to be low scoring or a higher scoring game? Yeah, I mean, I personally think it's going to be lower scoring. I think across the, Arkham, uh, the Auburn fandom, 
Uh, it's all over the place, I think, as you would expect for any kind of college fan base. But uh, I'm thinking 20 to 17, um, 24 17. Uh, and, you know, I kind of go back and forth on who's going to win. And I, for the sake of this conversation, I'll stick with Auburn. But whoever wins, guys, I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be a physical game. I think it's going to be an ugly game at times. But I'm thinking it's going to be a one score win when it's all said and done. It, the fan base itself, though, are, are they feeling confident in this game, or are they kind of mixed on it also? I think they're mixed. I think it depends on, on who you ask. Um, a lot of Auburn fans, uh, a big narrative that's popped up throughout the Auburn fan base was Arkansas beating Florida. Oh, my gosh, they're really good now. And I don't know if I buy that. I think Arkansas could totally win tomorrow. Um, but I don't think it's going to be because, because they beat Florida on the road last week. I think it's going to be because K.J. Jeffers is the better quarterback. So, Zach, another angle that I'm curious to get your thoughts on is the Travis Williams angle because I know that sure. Arkansas has been really impressed by him as a defensive coordinator in his first year, and uh, the team really loves him. Players love him. Uh, the defense has had a huge turnaround, and, of course, his connection uh, with the Auburn University. Just uh, what do you make of him? And I know we talked about before the season started when they hired him. Just uh, how do you think the job he's done at Arkansas so far this year as a defensive coordinator? Well, Arkansas's defense was awful a year ago. Correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm overstepping, and yeah. they're, they're pretty solid now. So um, I'm sure there's other factors involved in that as well as like position coaches that, that I'm probably not super familiar with. But Travis Williams, um, I, I mean, I think he's a rising star in the coaching ranks. I think he could do it all. I think he's really solid from a scheme standpoint. I think he's really solid from a motivational standpoint. And the guy can recruit his tail off. He was Auburn's best recruiter for a long time on the planes. I wanted Auburn to hire T. Will when Hugh Freeze took over. He ended up hiring Ron Roberts from Baylor. But, um, yeah, Travis Williams is, is one of the most likable people on the planet. So you guys have a good one. And I'm sure he still loves Auburn. But, man, I'm sure he'd love to beat him uh, tomorrow. So that's certainly a factor. There's no question about it. Zach, as we get to the end of football season and basketball has started, there's plenty of excitement going on here at Arkansas with basketball coming up. How are you feeling about Auburn and basketball? They took a loss to Baylor, but, you know, early season loss against a ranked team. But overall, how are you feeling about Auburn basketball? Yeah, yeah, I'd be hypocritical if I kind of focus on that loss too long because I'm always about, you know, scheduled good teams throughout the non-conference. I'm glad that Auburn – open the season against the real team, which I wish more folks did. Uh, I understand why they don't, but I wish more folks did because the first, the first few weeks of college basketball, it takes a while to heat up sometimes. But I think they look good, right, for the, for the first time playing together in, official, in an official game. There's a lot of new faces on this Auburn team. They've got a true freshman running their offense with Aiden Holloway, and they brought in a bunch of uh, transfer portal guys that are still probably getting used to each other to some extent. So to go up to South Dakota and, and play, well, they had a nine-point lead, which kind of makes the loss feel worse. They had a nine-point lead in that game. They probably should have won it. But, um, yeah, I, I think there's a lot to be excited about with this team. Bruce Pearl finally got some um, some guys that can score from the perimeter, which we haven't had in a few years. Yeah, since you brought up, uh, Zach, I'm curious. Does, does Auburn fans, if the since the season hasn't maybe gone – greatly or maybe some of them been disappointed does anybody ever just turn the page to basketball because obviously in arkansas a lot of fans already have like just because of the excitement surrounding mm -hmm. it but do fans are, to, are they to the level there in auburn where if, if the football year's not great then they're like, all right well we'll just we'll just move on to basketball does that happen over there i think we really saw that two years ago 
uh, when Brian Harson was here. I, I think there's so much hope and excitement for this offseason with what Hugh Freeze has done on the recruiting trail, a top 10 class as possible, and then just, you know, what's going to happen with Auburn's quarterback situation this offseason via the portal. Um, but sure, I mean, Auburn has a lot of basketball fans. Some are younger basketball fans, John, as you and I like to joke about. But sure, sure, I, I'm sure there's a section of the Auburn fan base that's already ready to, to turn the page. Yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt that. What are expectations for Auburn in basketball? I, I mean, I'm thinking fifth or sixth in the SEC, and then maybe maybe if you're top four, you can get a double buy in the SEC tournament. I think that should kind of be your goal. Um, I mean, it, it's so it's so fun going into this basketball season because you could ask ten different people, hey, name your top three teams in the SEC, and you may get six or seven different teams mentioned, which is really, really fun. I don't think we've been, kind of been in this situation over the last few years. So, um, I don't know, man. If Bruce Pearl can get some guys that can score like we saw back when, you know, they did the Final Four run with Jared Harper and Bryce Brown, um, I, I think Auburn could be a top three or four team in the SEC if they can get this offense rolling. Sure. For what you got here, since you brought, again, I got to ask, what do you think Auburn fans would rather have, beat Alabama this year in football at the end of the year or go to the Sweet 16 in basketball? <laughs> uh, that man that that tournament run was fun but surely uh surely an iron bowl wins that'd be uh that'd be awesome yeah oh yeah, yeah there'd be no question about that one that's what i figured anyways but hey i had to ask the question but uh hey zach yeah. man as always we we appreciate you joining us great stuff enjoy the game and enjoy the rest of the season and uh, we look forward to catching up with you later awesome thanks guys Y'all have a good one